The congregation may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The temptation of Jesus. If we're going to study the temptation, then we need to understand and know the Lord's Prayer. That's right. Think about the Lord's Prayer and each of one of the petitions. They are bound so intimately close to this temptation that happens with Jesus. First of all, who leads Jesus out into the wilderness in order to be tempted? It's the Holy Spirit. Jesus is led out into temptation. And in just seven, ver- seven chapters later in Luke 11, he will pray and teach his disciples, lead us not into temptation. And there's a wonderful connection there that we need to make. That God is not going to lead us into temptation because he has already led his son there. There's no need now for God to tempt anyone. Because Jesus is the perfect, he keeps temptation. He doesn't give in to temptation. He is the perfection in the midst of temptation. It's someone and something that we can put our hope and trust in. Well, then you might say, well, pastor, I'm still tempted. Let's talk about that for a second. Who led you there? You led yourself there. We lead ourselves into temptation all the time with the things that we think, the things that we see, the things that we allow within our sphere, the things that we hear. And we allow these things if we pay and and tune into them with our ears, if we pay attention to them with our eyes, well then are we tempted. And certainly the devil is in league with us with that temptation. So let's get into it. Let's get into the actual temptation itself. The first temptation of the devil is uh, tempting Jesus' identity. Who are you? Who do you think you are? This happens to Jesus quite quite a lot when the the demonic um, confronts Jesus. The demonic knows who Jesus is. They proclaim Jesus as the Son of God over and over and over. I think maybe five or six times in the Scriptures. We know who you are. The Holy One of God is what the demonic will say. But then the the temptation here is the doubt. The doubt to the identity of Jesus. If you are If you are the Son of God, turn this stone into what? Bread. The petition in the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our what? Our daily bread. The fourth petition. You see, the devil is trying to tempt Jesus, first in his identity, and that identity as it is connected with daily sustenance and daily bread, if you are the Son of God, then you take matters into your own hands, Jesus, and you provide for yourself food, shelter, 
Um, all the things that, that, call, uh, that are daily bread for us. And how does Jesus respond? And this is so important. He is the Word of God made flesh. He is the Word incarnate. So obviously He is going to respond with and by and through the Word of God. Jesus says it is written, man does not live on bread alone. He quotes Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. Man does not live on bread alone. And if we look at Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3, we will see that what we do live on is not on the bread, but on the, every word that comes from the mouth of God. That is what we live on. Not on the daily sustenance. That is all secondary. What causes daily sustenance is the very Word of God. So we feed on that Word of God, and then guess what happens? Daily needs takes care of itself. God takes care of it. It's by the Word of God, the Word of God that says, I love you. This Word of God that says, I, God Himself, will care for you. I will provide for you. This week, make a list of the things that you are a steward, of which you are a steward. That's going to be a long list. God has kept His promise through the Word to provide for you. That's daily bread. So then the devil leads him to a high place and shows him in an instant the entire, all the kingdoms and power and authority of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and their splendor, for it has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want. So if you worship me, it will all be yours. Okay, first of all, you need to know that the devil's a liar. Okay, he does not speak the truth. Actually, the reality is he can't speak the truth. It is impossible for the devil to tell truth. So when he says that the kingdoms of the world have been given to him, you can be assured that that is a lie. They don't belong to him. He doesn't have the power or authority to give it to anyone. But let's look at the temptation. Let's get into it. What is the real purpose? What does the devil really want? Worship me. Worship me. He hangs something shiny out there that is not even his to hang. He hangs something shiny out there that is not his as a possession to even give. And then he tempts through worship. So identity and worship are key to these temptations. Who are you and who do you worship? Now Jesus responds with Deuteronomy again, this time chapter 6, verse 13, and he says, Worship the Lord, it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve Him only. So in your life, when you tempt yourself, and when the devil 
um, in league with you tempts you, the temptations are always the same. It is this, your identity. Who are you? And what will you worship? Who will you worship? And ultimately, if you worship anyone other than Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are ultimately worshiping, well, the devil, the evil. After that doesn't work, the unholy trinity of temptations finalizes. The devil led him to Jerusalem. To Jerusalem. Why not Mount Everest? Um, why, why not anywhere in the world? Why Jerusalem? Why the temple? Why the very spot where the glory of God dwells? He, he sets him on the highest point, in the pinnacle of the temple. And once again, identity, if you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. And then the devil does something very interesting. He misquotes Scripture. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in your hands and, so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Psalm 91, verses 11 and 12. The devil quotes. So this temptation is about... Well, it's about the, the final thing, isn't it? It's the final thing to, to be overcome. It's the, the final uh, thing that, that, that probably can cause the most concern for us in our lives, and that is death. Throw yourself down from here. And God will take care of you. Test God. See if this, if this works. So Jesus quotes once again Deuteronomy Chapter 6, verse 16. Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Jesus overcomes temptation. In the midst of temptation, Jesus remains perfect. And so now when we are in the midst of temptation that we ourselves bring, we can remember the connection to the Lord's Prayer. Will you pray it with me this morning? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And that's what it's really all about. God's is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. The identity and our, our identity is completely and totally encapsulated in whose we are. That we are the blood-bought children of God through baptism and through the sacrament of Christ's body and blood. That's who we are. And that's whose we are. And we worship Him alone and no one else. And so when we look for daily sustenance, when we look for worship, and in the Lord's Prayer, that's what worship is. Forgive us. 
our temptation and forgive us as we forgive those who, as we forgive, we, it's forgiveness. That's what the church is. That is true worship, is this forgiveness. And then leading into not death that the devil would have, but into everlasting life because of the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. His is the kingdom. His is the power. And His is the glory forever. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which transcends our ability to understand, keep and guard your hearts and your minds, always never focused on your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.